This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Back to 95.7 The Game. Hour number three. We are halfway through here on a Saturday. John Dickinson and Kyle Madsen. 888-957-9570. One, one quick thought. Just final, final little note. Really more than a thought, Kyle. On the discussion of the first two hours here as it relates to, to Juan Soto. Uh, Jesse Doherty of the Washington Post. Beat writer. Covers the Nats. Uh, he put out this tweet within the last half hour or so. Uh, he writes, Juan Soto just talked with a few reporters here in D.C., said he's not happy this came out because, as he put it, he's someone who likes to keep things private. Also said it's uncomfortable going into the All-Star break, but he'll deal with it. And then Doherty adds, as somber as I've ever seen him. So He also has to go into the locker will. room. Like, yeah, hey, guys, I just got offered $30 million a year to play baseball with you and don't want to. Like, that's, I. it sucks, but, like, it happens, man. Welcome. Yeah, it, like, it's part of the deal. Yep. But, yeah, that that kind of that kind of ties that up, and then they are not a good baseball team right now. Uh, the worst team in the majors, actually. They've, <sighs> they've dipped below the A's uh, with the A's winning uh, against the Astros last night I, in the— uh, Series opener there. The I went uh, I went to Washington D.C. for my for my honeymoon in May, and we went to a Nationals game, and it was the only baseball game I've attended this year. True fact. That's it. Downtown stadium, right by the right by the metro station. It's great. I had a, I had a great time. Really nice ballpark. Terrible team. Just an abysmal baseball team. But they've got a ring here within the last few years. They sure do. With Juan Soto, their, with Juan Soto, their pre their pre pandemic ring uh, in the books. Uh, another team with rings, multiple Golden State Warriors. That's great transition. Uh, Summer League, wrap it up tomorrow. The Warriors do have one more game in Vegas tomorrow. They are not playing Kyle for the Summer League championship. Uh, that's going to be what the Knicks and the Blazers, I believe. But uh, I digress on that. The Warriors did play yesterday, and they got beat again by the Oklahoma City Thunder summer leaguers, 90-82. to 82. Mm. Uh, Not really significant. Uh, Chet Holmgren did not play uh, in, in that one, so a little of the luster lost. James Wiseman did. Jonathan Kaminga did, as you set your phone to mute. Uh, yeah, I got uh, to pay my meter. The... Yeah, the, so the Warriors, they, they lost. That doesn't matter. Jonathan Kaminga had maybe the dunk of the tournament in, that, in the game. Can we pause on that for a second? 
Sure. I know it. I know it's summer league, and I'm not trying to say that Jonathan Kaminga is going to be an all star next year because of that dunk. It's not. But as an individual basketball play, that was one of the most impressive things I've ever seen. The way he elevated from the semicircle, like from an off balance position to just go straight up and hammer that down with the authority he did, was like one of those displays of athleticism that makes you excited about Jonathan Kaminga, even if he wasn't great in summer league. Well, but that's that's Jonathan Kaminga in a nutshell. Yes, and it's a perfect transition into. Moses Moody didn't play, by the way. That's fine. I'm not really concerned about Moses Moody. He went, he dominated the first game. If anything, his numbers weren't great in the games that he played. I think because of just the way the roster is composed. And like he was their best player, yeah. Moses Moody. Mm-hmm. But it felt watching the Summer League games, the first four, and look, he didn't play in a couple of them, but the, the ones that he did play, the, the, the two that he did play, um, he, it for me, it was he's their best player, but he also is a selfless player. Yes, the ball has to find him, and Mac McClung and Jonathan Kaminga and nobody else is really trying to get the ball to their best player because that's just not the objective in this. In yeah, this, uh, in this exercise. Yeah, if you're not if you're not a guy who puts the ball on the deck and goes and gets your own bucket, you're going to be pretty underwhelming in summer league. Right. And then you got Jonathan Kuminga, who was trying to be that guy, and I think was pretty underwhelming in the summer league overall. So there's 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 three phases to this, yeah. I think, and it relates back to exactly what you said. And we'll get to Wiseman because he's because I, I don't hey, Wiseman solid, mm-hmm. solid four you know, fourteen points in twenty minutes. Yep, four of six. The rebounding numbers went up a little bit. He had seven boards. Yeah, he didn't go up against Chet Holmgren, but so what? Like I, I think I think Wiseman to this point. Solid, steady. The number one, like positive for him is he's been able to play and then continually play, and there hasn't been any issues with the knee swelling up or soreness or anything. Like just the fact that he was able to stack these games together, like to me, that in and of itself is a win. And there's times he's looked good, and times maybe he hasn't looked as good. But I, to me, it's like exactly what you wanted from Wiseman in the summer league. I'm cool with that. A- a and number one, like you said, he played the minutes. He played the games. He played the minutes, and he he looks healthy. The thing for me that stood out is that he looked for the most part like he was picking up where he left off, and that was one of my big concerns. Was he going to come back? And it's like, all right, back at square one with this guy, and it didn't look necessarily like that. And it always got to get his basketball legs under him. And there's there's things that that you're not going to learn and you can't develop without just kind of being on the court. And he hasn't been on the court really a lot at all in the last three years, not even just with the Warriors, but even in, in college. So there's, there's going to be some, some development to happen, but the fact that it wasn't like, Oh man, he looks like he hasn't played basketball in a year and a half. That, that wasn't, that wasn't the case, which was very, very encouraging to me. And he seems sturdier yes too stronger I, I mean I I think look I always like to say I want to see my top guys dominate like I want to see the guy you know Moody dominated that first game 34 points I don't think the ball found him as much in the like Moody I, I'm not really concerned with Wiseman even though he's only playing about 20 minutes and and some of the the, the foul issues had been had been an issue time not not in the game yesterday 
I, so to me, like I, I look at Wiseman as okay. These were boxes that that needed to be checked. Now let's let's continue on into the summer and and we'll see where things are at in in training camp and and the like. Kaminga though to me has been disappointing, and you look at last night, and it's it's another example really of what you you know dunk of the of the tournament. And and to me, that's just indicative of who Jonathan Kaminga is to this point, which is he f- he makes the flash plays that make you think he's farther along than he really is. And and I think the flash plays are so good, they're so they're they just they they stop you right in your tracks yeah. and and make you gasp almost because they're so good that you think. That that's you know it, it almost offsets the five of fifteen and yeah. the two of seven and the turnovers and really I think the biggest concern I'm not sure how what he does totally fits in the context of rotation player on a championship contending team because a lot of his successes in the summer league Kyle. Mm-hmm were put it on the deck, try to go by somebody, draw a foul, can't really make a shot, ball dominant, just ugly basketball that the Warriors don't love playing anyway. But it's almost as if that's the only way he believes he can be successful is to be playing like that and contributing and and having to score more specifically. But his body type, Kyle is such where he should be able to contribute in a lot of different ways that really are complementary to everything else the Warriors have going on. And that's one of my my largest concern with with Kuminga is and and Jamamalalela from their their summer league coach was on with with Willard and and, and Larry Kruger when he was in for dibs and he said that they aren't really 100% sure what he is yet because he's just so talented and he can do things like that dunk. He drives left. If you didn't see it, find it. <laughs> he drives left. He spins right, which is a nasty move. And then he's kind of off balance, but stops like dead in his tracks at the bottom of the semicircle or the top of the semicircle and elevates and throws down a, a pretty vicious dunk. And it's like one of those eye popping plays that if you're the Warriors, you're like, man, that guy should be handling the ball. Okay, we need to work on his playmaking. But also, you know what? Maybe he's going to be a 3 and D guy, so let's make sure he can shoot. There's so much development to happen because he's so talented that I don't think the Warriors want to be like, hey, you're going to play defense and you're going to stand in the corner and shoot three, so work on that jump shot because it's like, man, he can handle a little bit and he can get downhill. And so it's, can we can we um, turn him into a playmaker? Can we work on that aspect of his game? Like, I just think that they're not 100% sure what to do, and that's something I think they have to make sure. And again, I'm not second guessing their development staff, but I think that this is what they're going to have to do at some point is say like, okay, this is his role on this team. Let's make sure he's good at this thing. And right now it feels like they're kind of like, yeah, just go be athletic. And that's not going to work in the NBA. No. And, and I think, well, it, it, it can work in the NBA if, you are a player who can thrive with the ball not being in his hands. Right. But okay, it, yeah, it yeah, just yeah. it just seems like he 
it just seems like he, and maybe this is just youth, but but he feels like he has to have the ball in his hands and be scoring to to be able to contribute. And I think to to the point that that Jama made and. And I think others have written about this, and when you watch the games, you can see it. I mean, they're running them at points some of the time, and you know, I think they're clearly trying to put him in positions that that maybe he's not great at, even in the summer league level now. Or, but they want him to get more comfortable with, and I think to your point, try and figure out what he can be. I just his handles bad, and I mean the. The free throw shooting and the three point shooting are are really alarming, but I just I, I expected more dominance and not dominance in a. And look, I know he's nineteen, but he had the he had the ignite year mm-hmm. and like like to me, like I expected not dominance in the sense that he got his twenty seven, even though he played bad. <laughs> like right, like it, it's like I want I want a little more. I don't want five of fifteen. Like that's right. You know, I know he made his free throws last night, but two of seven from three. He was woeful at the free throw line before that game. Like I, I don't know. I just I, I want to see. I want to see a little more efficiency from him. I I I'm, and that level than we've seen. Yeah, and I'm I'm with you, and I'm guessing I'm guessing the war the Warriors are as well. But keeping in mind here, he's not only 19. He's not even 20 until October. Like he's still very much a 19 year old. And I, I think you talked about that ignite year. Well, the, the G league is a lot. It looks a lot to me like summer league, especially that team where it's like, Hey, you're trying to get drafted. Go get yours. And then he had his last year with the Warriors where he didn't get to play a ton. and was just kind of like, Hey, go be a spark of energy. And now he's in summer league where it's like, yeah, Hey, handle the ball and, and go score, which may not be his game. I just don't think he's gotten a chance to develop into anything at any point. He's just it's just always been like, hey, go be an athlete and we'll figure it out. So I'm I'm excited to see post summer league going into training camp and going into the preseason, what specifically they hone in on that they that they want him to get better at. And what does that look like once training camp in the preseason starts? Because that's where I think the real development's going to happen. Because he hasn't gotten he hasn't gotten that chance really this off season. Like they won the title, they had their celebration, and then and then he went home to the Congo, and then came back and played in summer league. Two two pretty two two good second halves, I think, in a couple of these games. And you know, the five one zero points this out on the the Comcast business text line. Kaminga was did better in the second half. Again, the issue, and this is something that I've said, so I, I, I definitely agree with this. The issue is Kaminga thinks these games are beneath them. Uh, mm. When when really, if you love the, the love ball, you go out and you dominate. I, I do think, because I think we saw that in the regular season. Like, he would flash, go toe-to-toe with LeBron, be really good, kind of a bright light guy mm-hmm. in that sense play up that engaged him and then it's like well you got to start him right against the Pistons and you do and then he's nowhere to be found against the Pistons they play Indiana Kerr rips him out of the uh, the starting lineup mm-hmm. and it's like they, there was a stretch of like you're playing the Pistons you're playing the Pacers you're playing the Rockets and 
it's underwhelming, 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 and and but yet no, you go toe to toe with LeBron, you're into it, and you and you look like you can hang a little bit. You go toe to toe with Giannis, you're into it, you look like you can hang a little bit. Where is that against the the Detroit's and the and the Indianas and the Houston's? There is a hint of that for me that 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 is youth, but it's also somebody that's that's used to being the most talented player on the floor, and he's kind of he's kind of over it. He's a little little bit. I don't like the too cool syndrome. Like I just don't. I don't like that. And I think, he's got a little of that. I I think I would rather. I think I would rather have to adjust to that than like, man, this guy cannot. He just there. You, there's no firing him up. Like he just doesn't. There's he's blasé about everything. Like at least at least he goes. To, he sees the bright lights and goes, okay, I'm here. Like it's time because that shows it's there. It's in there. And I would way rather have to deal with that than man. Does does this guy even like basketball? And I, I don't. I don't feel that with Kaminga. I think he likes basketball. He yeah, definitely. I, yes, I, I don't want to. Sure. I don't want to get too far down that road. But there have been some uninspired, just uninspired performances where I've kind of been left with, huh? Like, like this is where you you and and when he's been given opportunities, right? When he's mm-hmm. when he's earned some opportunities, uh, you know, as far as playing well in certain circumstances and then you earn more opportunities but as you earn those more opportunities you aren't consistent enough against even lesser competition to keep earning those opportunities like that happened a a bunch of times in the regular season where more would be put on his plate with the thought that he's ready to take off and then he never really took off and Mm -hmm. then it was like well why is he not playing more well he's not playing more because he was given an opportunity and he didn't take off and then you know, maybe showed up late or missed a shoot around or whatever, and then and then and then all of a sudden you got to kind of re got to kind of relearn how to be a pro a little bit. Sure, I, I'm my my biggest takeaway long term with Kaminga is that the notion that he's going to be ready this year to be a regular regular contributor in the rotation, I think is maybe a little off. I I I think I might have thought he was further along than than he is and that's fun. like that's not a knock this is not a negative on Jonathan Kaminga he's he doesn't even turn 20 until October and he has they knew it was going to be a project when they drafted him and it might just be a two two and a half three year project instead of this like all right last year he sat he learned and now he's going to take off in in 2022 uh which, which again, that's not that's not a knock. That's normal. He's going to be good. It's just a matter of how long is it going to take. And I Correct. think some of the indicators that we've seen would tell you that maybe it's going to take a little bit longer. Yeah, I, but I the, think that's the, probably a fair. The one athleticism and talent are very apparent, though. Let's get to some calls. Eight 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 nine five seven nine five seven zero Moose in San Jose first year. What's up, Moose? Hey, uh, good afternoon, fellas. And um, I just wanted to give my take on Jonathan Kaminga. And I, it's not all based on summer league play. It's kind of like the, the general assessment of how I see him as a basketball player. And I I don't really see him as being more than kind of that one-play wonder type. I don't see him fitting into this team fundament- as a fundamental basketball player. I don't see him like the same light as Moody where he can kind of do a little bit of everything. It's more so I think he all he is is that spinning dunk play and not team basketball. And I'm looking at it not trying to be a Kaminga hater, more so as a, bas- as a, as a, as a from a business perspective. I think you've got to trade the guy before you know that, before you truly find that out about him or another team finds that out about him. Well, 
while you're in the unknown um, and get either a, a solid mid-level NBA player. And if you got to package uh, Jordan Poole into it as well in order to get an even better player, I think you definitely – I'm not necessarily saying Kevin Durant, but a player in the league. And, again, not to be a Kaminga hater, I'm just – I just have this feeling that that's all he is, is just that flashy play here and there. And he's never really going to latch onto that team ball that, that this organization particularly needs. So I'm kind of selling early in my, in my honest opinion. I want to hear your take on that. Thanks for the call, Moose. I think it's well said, and that, and I don't think we're there yet, Kyle, but, but I do like the point that Moose made with respect to you can be a highly touted prospect – and there's a value that you have as a highly touted prospect and what you could be and what you could become that the more you play, some of that shine wears off and it does hurt your value. And I, and I, I don't think we're even to that point yet, but I do think that, I do think that you, you could, if he is a rotation player and the ups and downs continue, that could be something that does, that does wind up happening. Yeah, I think, I think so for sure. But I'm not I'm definitely not at that point now. Yeah, there's no rush to trade him for no. me either at no, this point. I, I um unless he's in the Durant deal. And it sure. And <laughs> and which if, he would have to be. If yeah, if some team if if someone call if the Raptors call and say, Hey, we'll take Kaminga for OG Ananobi, not just I'm throwing out random names, then then sure. But um when I'm watching Jonathan Kaminga, I'm not worried about his trade value. And I don't think the Warriors are either. And I think when you're talking team ball and and things of that ilk, I think that's just something that comes with age and, and being around and being being in a system for more than a year where it's like he's st- he's still adapting to the pro game. I know he has a full he has the G League Ignite year and then a full championship season under his belt on the Warriors. But I think there's still a lot of growth for him as a basketball player, and I, I, I don't have any reason to believe he, he won't get there at this point. Let's get another call. Uh, Vince in San Jose is next here. 888-957-9570. What's up, Vince? Hey, fellas. How are we doing today? Good. Chilling. Uh, you know, I'm almost a little bit dumbfounded when I hear these guys call in and they say, well, we should trade Kaminga for a package deal, or we should, again, I know his numbers aren't pretty. There was a point in the last night's summer league game where Kaminga got tripped up with another player, and he's on the ground, and he's kind of looking for the foul. You know, man, we don't play Congo ball out here, dude. It's not flashy. It's not passy. But Kaminga has all the talent in the world. He has all the potential in the world. Like you guys mentioned earlier, um, he turns 19 in October. But when I hear these guys, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, he turns 20 in October. But when I, when I hear these guys call into the show and they, it, I mean, you really, and if you guys really even, and I appreciate what you do to give the locals a, their voice. But in all honesty, when you hear stuff like that, you shouldn't even give them the time of day. Um, when you look at, all right, thanks for yes. the beginning of that call. Yeah, a thousand percent did. I, I, I did. Okay. Yeah. So, that that's on me because I probably should have cut him at that point, but I wasn't totally clear as to what he said. So yeah, on that note, we don't have to address it any farther yeah. than that. But yeah, Bobby's in Oakland. Thanks. Thank thank you for confirming that. Yeah. Um. Yeah. 
Bobby. Uh, yeah, you know what? Let, let's get to Bobby. I know we're up against it. We'll, we'll keep. We'll, you know what? We'll push the break here because yeah, we, we got to end with a. We got to end. We got to end with a better call. We got to end the segment with a better call than that one. But Bobby, what's going on? Save us. All right, all right. Thanks, fellas. I'll be quick. Yeah, I, I'll tell you what. I, what I like about what I see for Kaminga, his, his shot looks like it's gotten better. Like he's working. Um, and I think he's a better passer than I thought. But what I feel like, and I do believe. Lakeup will probably not go into tax and pay him the extension before he might want to trade them. It's the mindset for team oriented. That's one of the callers that pointed out, and that's what I wanted to point out. If he could change his mindset to not necessarily go for the highlight, push the play, let me get my shots up, let me see how I can get others better, I think he'd be a much more powerful player. But he's 19. I mean, it's easy for me to say if he could turn around. And the reason why I don't know if Laker will pay him and go into the tax, I do believe there will probably be a trade. Who knows what's going to happen? Maybe it's Durant. Maybe it's something else. But that fundamentals that, that's, that's lacking, which he can get, he's probably about three to four years away. Um, but I like what I've seen for the most part. But I just, I just have my questions if he could change his mindset to get to a more team concept. So, But, you know, that's, that's all I had to say on that. Thanks, <clears throat> Thanks Bobby. Bobby. Go ahead, Kyle. So... <laughs> My 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 thing on that is I have a hard time leveling that criticism against Jonathan Kaminga because this is like summer league. That's just kind of summer league. Like that's what I, I think the Warriors wanted him to just go get hit. Like I don't think the Warriors are trying to run some intricate offense that he's not running. So I think this criticism of he he plays selfish basketball and he doesn't play team ball. I just I think that maybe, but I'm not. I'm not going there based on a few summer league games because that's a little bit just kind of the nature of summer league. It's guys trying to get theirs. It's not about wins. It's not about running an offense. It's not about winning a championship. It's like, hey, JK, go play some minutes. Like, just go play. And that's that's what he did. So I'm I'm out on that as a as a criticism for now. Yeah, it's it's go play, but it's also we're going to put the ball in your hands and kind of let you cook a little bit. I, mm-hmm. I, I the the issue that I have though is, I I feel like he needs he feels like he needs to do that to be successful, right? Like he I I don't think he fully grasps the fact that he needs to bring defensive intensity with it, with his body type mm-hmm. and get on the boards. And run the floor hard every single time, and you'll get buckets because maybe you force a steal or mm-hmm. there's a turnover to where you can get out on the break. Like it, there's too much of his game to me, and this is this is how I view his view of his game is that it's got to be ball in my hands, ISO. <sighs> You know, do my LeBron or my Giannis or my Paul George, and then try and get mine or get a foul, and and that just ain't that ain't it with this with with the that that might be fine July fifteenth, sure, but that ain't it if you're going to be a rotation player come October, November, December, and sure as hell April or May or June. But and that's that's where I put it on the Warriors coaching staff then to tell him like make sure like hey 
as he develops, this is your role. Maybe they view him as the guy who's going to replace GP2. Like, hey, you're going to hound guys on defense, and you're going to hit some corner threes, and you're going to do some work in the dunker spot, and and that's going to be it. And make sure that that's what he's doing. It can't just be like, yeah, hey, you might run point one day, so go get buckets. Like, I, I'm not... I, I, I just... Like I said, I, I'm not ready to say, like, oh, that's just his game, because... We don't we don't necessarily know that yet. I, I do agree with Bobby and the take that that there is some. I, I think there is some potential for him to be a pretty good passer. Sure, and but he just has to be more willing to be a passer, mm-hmm. be a little bit more unselfish. I think in terms of the mentality, understand that you can contribute, Kyle, without having to score. Like you, yeah. you can have a good game and take two or three shots and contribute in other ways that are really complementary mm-hmm. to the rest of this Warriors roster. And that allows you to be a, a, a 16 game player next year. If you can grasp all that, even at 20 years old, even still really pretty raw while down the line, you develop into maybe whatever it is you're going to be. That's something the coaching staff's been good at. It's something Steve Kerr's been good at. And if he plays this year, and that's his game, and it gets into next year. And that okay, then I'll then we'll talk. But I'm not again. I'm not taking those those few summer league performances and just applying that to the player he is or the player he's going to be. I mean, the the criticisms of he needs to lock in on defense and go get rebounds and impact games that way sounds a lot like the criticisms that were leveled against Andrew Wiggins, and he figured it out. So I I I think that that Kaminga with this coaching staff and with this infrastructure in Golden State is. It might take until 2023 or 2024, but I think he's going to be a lot a lot different player and a more effective player. And, and look, he wasn't completely ineffective in the in the in the summer league and, mm-hmm. and there is still another game right, to be played stink. tomorrow. Yeah. The first one was terrible. And and I think I mean I, I think Anthony Slater had the quote where I mean he called it the worst game that he's ever played, like in his life. Just do a Draymond said? summer league game. I did. I did. <sighs> Which rough. which part of it though stood? Which part of it stood out? I'm going to say this publicly. But then this is from Draymond Green's podcast, the Draymond Green Show. Right. I'm going to say this publicly because I said it to his face. I thought Jonathan Kaminga was so 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 bad in the game that I went to when they were playing the New York Knicks. I thought yes. he was very very bad. He didn't look engaged. Well, and that and 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 that's just it. I mean, that really that really is it when it comes to. And, and and I I heard the rest of it, and it's like you got to have more energy when the OGs come, right? Yes, like when the, when, right. when those guys come, like you need to be wanting to put on a show mm-hmm. for, for those guys, and not just kind of look. Draymond Draymond and I have been aligned on a lot of stuff. Apparently, like we never <laughs> knew we were aligned on, like the whole like oh maybe they don't win the seventeen and eighteen championships without Durant and all this other stuff. But but you know just add this one to the list because you know. Draymond is basically saying what I've said a lot and what we've talked about, which is the fact that Kaminga kind of goes through the motions. Like he does. He's a little he's a little too cool sometimes. And I think what Draymond's saying is don't be that way, kid. Like that, you got a lot of talent. Don't do that. And that's what makes me optimistic for Kaminga. Because in Summer League, he's got Draymond Green coming to him and being like, dude, that sucked. And I think Steph Curry would have no problem, maybe in nicer words, saying the same thing. And Clay Thompson also exists. So, like, 
I just I think that I'm I'm maybe I'm I'm got my Warriors color glasses on, but given what we saw from a guy like Andrew Wiggins this year, who had those criticisms levied against him for seven seasons before he figured it out in the playoffs and was an all-star this year. I, I think that that culture and those, that mindset and having those veterans around is going to be very, very helpful over the next couple of years. Let's get to Max at 888-957-9570 on uh, 101. What's up, Max? Hey, uh, yeah, I mean, it sounds like as I dialed in, you guys started talking about what I wanted to talk about, but I was watching Draymond on Andre Iguodala's podcast, and they talked about Kaminga for a few minutes, and the, there were two things that got me excited. One, they are both, like, super excited about Kaminga's abilities and his future, um, and they're, like, really in basketball minds, so I trust their judgment. And then two, they're clearly in his ear, regularly in practice and games, talk to him about how to overcome some of these issues. Um, and I can't imagine, like, two better players to have bringing up a rookie like that. Um, so I, I want to keep him around those guys and see what he can develop into. I don't want to get rid of him too early. I think he's got a long way to go. And, I mean, when they drafted him, uh, people said he was young with upside and he's going to take a while. And that's what we're seeing but he's still got upside, so I think we need to stick with him while we can. There's a whole lot of upside. There's no doubt about it. And I think uh, what Max mentioned is is essentially in line with what you've been saying, Kyle, as far as, yeah, the right guys are saying the right things. I guess where I'm a little bit more where I'm a little bit more in line is I just want to see I, I just I don't know. I want to see him care a little bit more. And and even something yeah. like this, the the 510, Summer League is like street ball. So Kaminga should have lit it up in the competition. I kind of agree with that. Like I kind of like if he's like I like in a way like I'm I'm not disappointed they had him play that way even if that's not how he's going to have to be successful on the Warriors, mm-hmm. but I am a little disappointed that for someone that supposedly is talented, like that makes me wonder: Is he not maybe as talented as as we think, or was he kind of low key in it in the first half of some of these games, and then flipping the switch in the second half? Because I would have thought that he would have lit up the competition and not had it be inefficient. Like I would have thought he would have been going for twenty five and twenty seven and getting to the cup and making shots in in a much more comfortable environment than than an NBA game would yeah. be yeah and that's and that's that's very fair and if if your if your takeaway is man i'm i'm bringing the ceiling down a little bit because he didn't dominate the way i thought he would in summer league like okay that's fine i i don't i don't um i don't have a a, a huge issue with that but like I said, making the sweeping declarations about like oh he can't play this way or oh this is just his game i I need to I need to see more in the NBA first before I start before I start issuing those type of judgments about him as a player. Well, and Jonathan Kaminga is going to be around unless and I, I mean, I'm saying this half jokingly, but unless he's in the Durant trade, he's yeah. he's going to be around, and there is going to be opportunity. The nine two five before we pause here, Kyle nine two five writes. Comcast Business Text Line. I think Draymond is trying to get Durant here. You don't publicly humiliate your teammate. He's talking too much out there. 
Your thoughts? No, he's not. No, that's no. He's fine. Kaminga Kuminga came out and said it. Yeah, I mean, you said Kaminga came out and said he wasn't good. So yeah, Draymond, the first game in that game specifically, yeah. which was the game where Draymond was there. Yeah, so I I don't I don't mind that at all. That's that's Draymond. Doesn't, and hell, I mean, Draymond. Me. I mean, and Draymond. Then, you want to talk about humiliating a teammate? I mean, that's the the whole. You know, how about yeah. people freaking out about the the supposed shade he threw at Steph for saying they wouldn't have won the titles in seventeen and eighteen without Durant? Yeah, no, I, that's just not a. If anything, I, that encourages me about Jonathan Kaminga that that Draymond Green is willing to get in his ear and be like, "Dude, that stunk." So that's Four, that's that's where I'm at. The 408. Uh, this makes me laugh. Kaminga and we could we we've, we've pointed this out. Kaminga has the guru has guru in his ear with the <laughs> sound trying to cook. <laughs> that's a that's the problem. Kaminga's trying to press goo. Impress you. No question. That's a thousand no percent what's going on. Six five oh. Say it, JD. Summer League was a bit of a red flag for Kaminga. Yeah, I think it was. I, I, I think I, I did say that. that. Let me and let me let me also say this because I've like I said, I'm kind of viewing this through Warriors color glasses a little bit, and I'll admit that. I do agree with that. I thought Jonathan Kaminga was gonna go into summer league and be like, wow, he scored forty points in game one and scored thirty six in game two. They are sending him home. This is beneath him. Watch out. And well, that and they, wasn't. They were, I mean, the, apologies for cutting you off there, but like no. they were, like they were acting like he maybe wasn't going to play much for that reason. Like, oh, he looks good, and he was coming back from the Congo, and he hadn't played a lot, as a few people have pointed out, really since the since the finals, and he wasn't really playing in the finals. So it's like he had been months since he'd really played a lot of basketball. So, I mean, it, it's interesting. I mean, I I, I think. It was a little bit. It was still though a little bit of a of a red flag because I mean you look at like look at a guy like Keegan Murray for Sacramento, fourth pick yeah. in this year's draft, and look he's a much more skilled player than Kaminga is, mm-hmm. but he's been the best player in that league. Yes, like boom, yes. like just dominant. Yeah, like nobody on like the fact that Moody, other than the one game and Kaminga, throw Wiseman out of the equation, didn't show a little more of that. I mean. Is red flag a little strong? I think for I think for Moody, no. For Wiseman, no. I think for Kaminga, given the way he's spoken of frequently, Kyle, I, I think it is it is part of a quick thought. Yeah, tiny, small, small red flag, but not something that I'm I'm saying I'm worried about. Eight 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 nine five seven nine five seven zero. We'll continue the conversation. We'll also give you the latest on Kevin Durant. Is he actually staying in Brooklyn? It's all coming up here. Ninety five seven. The game. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates – Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. 
So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Now back to 95.7 The Game. All right, John Dickinson, Kyle Madsen, 888-957-9570. Talking a little bit about the Warriors Summer League and and the Warriors Summer League Big Three, Kyle. The Big Three of Moses Moody, James Wiseman, and and Jonathan Kaminga. And it sounds like we're in lockstep with Moody, who didn't play in the game last night. But he had 34 in another game, and I think there were other times where he he could have done some things, but he wasn't really getting the rock enough to to show his, his game as their best player. Wiseman, just the fact that he's been out there consistently and healthy is a win. Mm-hmm. But Jonathan Kaminga and, and his performances have been a little little confounding. A, a terrible game one, some pretty good second halves in, in game two and three. Second half better than the first half last night, although 5 of 15 and 16 points. And, and the question being posed is, is it, a, is it a red flag, Kyle? Yeah, man. I... I... So with let, let's go through each here. Wiseman, I feel like took a st- step or steps forward. Like he is healthy enough to play. He got better as he played, and his trajectory is just in general heading the right direction. How high that trajectory is 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 you know up to the up to the individual, but his trajectory is undoubtedly on the right pace or on the uh, on the right angle which is good um Moses Moody same thing like did I expect maybe a little bit more out of him yeah sure but for the most part I feel good about him going into next year and that's that's largely in part because of of what he did this year like he just looked like maybe they're most immediately ready of the three so I for the most part think he's on the correct correct trajectory easy for me to say Kaminga's the one where it's like, man, I don't want to say he took a step back, but I feel kind of, I feel like right now on July 16th, he's kind of at the same place that, that he was. And I'm excited about him as a player, but this notion, I had the idea, I, I thought with a very good summer league, you'd feel like Kaminga going into next year is like, man, He's going to contribute. He's going to play a ton of minutes, and you just feel really good. He he is a a star in the making, and he could definitely still be that. But that happening in the twenty two twenty three season, that's where it's like okay, I'm I'm pulling back on that a little bit until I I see a reason to believe otherwise. Let's get to some phone calls eight 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 nine five seven nine five seven zero. Gene in Oakland is next here. What's up, Gene? Hey, fellas. Uh, three points I'd like to make. First of all, as far as Kaminga, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, let's not forget he's only 19 years old, guys. He's still young. Uh, but just like Wiggins at one point was, was young and in a bad system, took uh, him growing up and getting into a good system to really 
developed to what he is now. Same thing I think will happen to Kaminga. You know, with Draymond and Kerr and that coaching staff, they'll bring him along. They'll make damn sure he commits himself or, or he'll pay the price for it. So I, I have no question that he, he will come along and he'll be fine. Secondly, Mr. Wiseman, uh, I'm concerned. About, I'm more concerned about him. I mean, I know he's made some steps, but essentially he's been with us two years. I'm not seeing a whole lot of progress. In fact, he seems to be pretty much where he was two years ago when he was playing. Uh, I still remember the first game he played for us, and he had a hell of a game. He was kind of left to do his own thing. He was taking shots, three-point shots, and making them, driving up and down the court, you know, playing free and easy. And we thought, wow, we got something really special here. Uh, but now, you know, I see him really struggling, especially in the low posts. And I'm just, part of me is wondering, is this guy going to be another, maybe Carl Anthony Towns that, Maybe he's better off kind of roaming around rather than depending on him to play the low post defense that we need. We're going to need rebounds for sure. But anyway, it's a thought I had. And finally, uh, the whole thing about KD, I'll be anxious to hear the latest on this. But now it seems clear to me Wiggins isn't coming back because Lakers not going to pay for him. Without Wiggins, I think the, the KD thing starts looking like a better option. So those are my thoughts. Thanks for the call, Gene. Uh, last part first. The Kevin Durant stuff with the Warriors has legs because of the financial component. There, there's just no doubt about it. It's the fact that the Warriors could potentially save money in adding Kevin Durant. Like that—that that is, if if that wasn't on the table, I don't think any of this would be on the table for the Warriors. Now that doesn't mean it's necessarily going to happen, or that the Warriors are going to be given up a. a bunch of young players to make it happen mm-hmm. but it but the the notion that Andrew Wiggins and Jordan Poole potentially could be making close to 70 million dollars combined and you could have Durant maybe make it 45 and then you go back to you know maybe a 25 million dollar difference in salary for those two and then do the multiplier on the on the luxury Jeez. tax and so you start talking about over the course of a number of years, I mean, that could be $175 million saved out of pocket, and you get Kevin Durant right. for, for two players that maybe you wouldn't want to pay. Like, that's that's the part that I keep coming back to. Like, forget about what Steph wants and what right. Joe Lacob wants and all that. Like, like if you're saying – talk about two – Two timelines. You're saying you can save $175 million over time and get Kevin Durant as part of that, or Kevin Durant is the, the, uh, you know, he, he's what leads to that happening, the accelerant toward that happening, then, yeah, like maybe you got to really consider doing it. Yeah, I've waffled a lot on this. When it first came up, like when Kevin Durant made his trade request, my initial was like, nope. Like, get don't, I want no parts of that. The vibes are too good. He has inherently bad vibes. I want no parts of it. But the more this goes on, and the more I kind of think about it, and the more I think of Steph Curry having six, seven championships to his name, that's where I get intrigued. And if Steph specifically kicks Joe Lacob's door down, and says, get number 35 to Chase Center. I think I'd have to be on board. 
you think you think Steph would do that? No, I don't. Because he's never done it to this point. Unless he's like, man, I'm turning 35 next year. Like, I can really see the light at the end of the tunnel. I didn't like what I saw from Kaminga. It's clear Wiseman's a couple years away from from really being an impact player. Maybe, maybe he 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 does for the first time kind of flex his muscle in that organization because that's really been the whole thing with Steph, right? It's like he is this dominant superstar caliber, MVP caliber player, but he is not pushing his organization around the way Kyrie Irving or LeBron James or Kevin Durant has. He is he is loyal and he is going to follow what the organization wants. But maybe he does it for the first and only time in his career in the season that he's going to turn 35. And look, there was the, the like Rick Buecher report that, that Steph wants it. I mean, independent of that, whether whether you think he he wants it or doesn't want it, if he did want it, do you have do you have to right. do it? And and I, I'd have the the Joe you know the example from last summer where reportedly Steph and Draymond and Iguodala went in and pled their case for more veteran help. Mm-hmm. At the expense of maybe Wiseman, Kaminga, and Moody, and the story goes, Joe Lacob shot him down. Yeah. So. Yeah. And how, how would this be different? I guess. Yeah, and because because Steph could have at that point just been like, then trade me. Like I've got titles to win, and he he didn't. He said okay, and he stuck it out with the organization. I think this would be different because. But I think if you're Kevin Joe Lacob, you know he's not doing that, right? If you're Joe Lacob, you know he's not doing that. Yeah, th- that. totally, totally. Which is right, and especially coming off a championship, like it's hard to believe that you would then go try and do something different, or Steph would want to do something different. But I, I do wonder. Like, let's go to the hypothetical where he does for the first time ever say, "Hey, I'm Stephen Curry." I brought you all of this as he gestures widely around Chase Center. It's like I you know who you, I am. Yeah, you I'm know Steph I'm, Curry. Yeah, I'm I'm done. Um, if he does that for the first time, I do wonder Warriors fan that is anti KD right now because there's a lot of them. Like we hear him on this radio station. I want no parts of it. I don't want to trade the young core. I don't want this and that. But if if it if they make the deal, forget who it's for. If they Same make people that want stars for other teams. <laughs> um. It, it, should the Giants trade for Kevin Durant? Um, no, if uh, if it comes out that Steph went, hey, I pulled my Steph card for the first time because I wanted this. Do the people who were against it suddenly go, oh, okay, like I'm in? Because I would. If that's what it's like, dude, if Steph Curry well, wants it, then you got it, dog. So much of the conversation, though, from the fan base surrounding Durant, is the fact that the a lot of it it hinges from fans concerned about Steph's legacy and how Durant would impact Steph's legacy and and is it is it a negative and and Durant gonna, is going to come in and and he didn't respect Steph in the proper way before and all and and Steph but so so because a lot of that is that like he you know Steph is the selfless superstar and Katie brings nothing but drama. Well, if Steph is saying yeah, you know what I don't care, I would think it probably would change that conversation. I mean, what, I can see the the argument, Kyle, where Steph would say, you know what, you get Durant in here, I can coast a little bit more during the regular season. 
We're still going to win enough to be a top four seed. I, I'm going to be fresher for the playoffs. And then maybe I can dominate in those four series without having to necessarily dominate. And this year's a perfect indicator because he did not dominate in the regular season at the mm-hmm. level that he had previously. Still damn good. Still an all-star. Not what he had been previously. But in the playoffs, and in particular in the finals, there was more than enough of the old Steph Curry, if you will, because it's still the current Steph Curry, to help lead them to a title. Doing that while dominating against a team that knocked out Kevin Durant in four games in the first round. So I think there's a big legacy thing that went away with this Warriors title with KD and with Steph. Like, that no longer was it, oh, the Warriors needed KD. Now it looks like the other way around. Yeah, and if got Kevin one early Durant without is, him, got one late with him. And if Kevin Durant is now coming back, to me, when you're talking legacy stuff, that would worry me more if I was Kevin Durant than if I was Steph Curry. Because if I'm Steph, it's like, yeah, Kevin Durant needs us. Like that, that which fine. Like you're going to win championships, but if you're KD, you're like, man, I am not going back there, and look like have the optics of I'm crawling back to uh, to the organization that that. I won rings with this episode is brought to you by progressive insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too, with the name, your price tool from progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 